Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down over here on the Strickland YouTube channel as well as the Strickland Podcast Network. I'm Sam. I'm here with Tyrese. Um, Jeff could not make it tonight, but we will keep the show rolling. Knicks lose um, 109 to 100 in preseason action, third preseason game of the Knicks um, preseason. I guess we can start with... um, Stank fucking reddish. Oh, I've been waiting. I've been fucking waiting. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we are here to celebrate the career, the short-lived career, of one Cameron Reddish. You may know him as Cameron Elijah Reddish, friends and family alike. Born September 1st, 1999. Norristown, Pennsylvania. Career died October 12th, 2022. And I just want to say, you know, it did have its moments. That that game in the Eastern Conference Finals where he hit like five threes and he used the rest of his shooting talent for the rest of his career. But that one night he was special. And amongst that one night has been a lot of mid. A lot of fucking mid. So here lies Cam Reddish. We hardly knew ye. Now, the only job in New York he's going to get is being a backup dancer to Ice Spice videos. Maybe a Calvin Klein model. He got to pay rent like the rest of us because he's not making it on this NBA shit no more. I hear Qatar is calling. I hear EuroLeague is calling. You could also get a CDL. Um, CDLs are CDLs are important, you know. You need truck drivers, and may he rest in peace. Um, yeah, I mean, I was gonna say let's start off with the positives, <laughs> but I guess we can start off with Cam Reddish. Um, I had a lot to say more on Twitter. I think I got my shit off more on Twitter about Cam Reddish just because, like. As the game was flowing, it was easier to express my thoughts that way instead of just like writing game notes. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I I quote tweeted someone who said that he has probably like the worst shot, shot selection as a Nick that we've seen in a while. And I said it's like J.R. Smith without the actual ability to make the shots that J.R. Smith was able to make. Um, and he just seemed like he was pressing so much. And it was like, you don't need to do this because you are trying to slot into a role on this team. You're not trying to be the guy on this team. And I felt like a lot of the shots that he was trying to take were someone that's trying to prove that they can be the guy. And it's just like, that's not what this team needs you to be. And like, if he's, if he's never going to get that, then you're not going to have a role in this league because you have to understand that like you are a role player you have to play a certain role and like yeah it's just he i tried to i tried to be i tried to give him a chance when he got here and everyone knows that i am like one of the lowest people on him possible like i had i had no hopes um for his career coming out of we were haters we were haters out of duke out of duke when i used to be not even on Twitter. I was not even on Twitter. Um, I was on 
um Facebook. But I, I I I didn't like him then either. And I was expressing back then on over there, I was just like, Yeah, I don't see it with him. And I still don't see it. And he hasn't done anything to change my mind in these like what is it, four years now? Um and I think today a report came out that like it's very unlikely the Knicks to extend him. Shocker. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he takes like the worst shots possible. He he's like First, as when he got here, the main thing that every like Knicks, like I guess like content creator, Knicks person was saying is that he has to take easier shots and make the game easier for himself, which is just take threes and layups. And this guy came into to tonight's preseason game thinking that he was like Paul George or something or Kawhi Leonard just like taking a bunch of middies and, and, and hoisting up a lot of contested shots. And it's just like, you don't need to do that. And like, you're not making it easier for yourself. You're making it very easy for Thibs to just be like, okay, when Grimes comes back, you are back on the bench and full warmups. But yeah, I mean, I don't know what else I can say that I haven't said over the past however many years that I've been saying things about Cam Reddish, but yeah, I just, I've never saw it. And people, they want to like touch themselves to him making like two layups in the fourth quarter. Um, kudos to you, I guess, like do what makes you happy, but yeah. He's going to be first team captain shoot cheerleader. Um, I just like, I never saw it. I thought it was a dumb trade when it happened. Still think it's a dumb trade now, even though the value isn't going to be as bad. Um, thanks to Miles Bridges being an idiot. But, like, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't see it with him. I never did. But, hey, you live and you learn, I guess. Now, maybe this hits people off the bandwagon. Maybe this, like, kind of sets into reality what he is as a player for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Um, I guess we can get into like I guess um more of the positives I guess um in terms of the Knicks um RJ had a pretty good game today um a lot of good stuff he showcased um and I forgot how much minutes he played twenty six um, twenty six okay so twenty one four and three um fifty percent from the field wasn't all that good from three point but made the free throws which is the most important thing that helps bump up that um that scoring right there so yeah but yeah uh i might be wrong on rj barrett uh shocker i might be but um yeah like the finishing was good like i was very encouraged to see him finishing especially at the rim uh the process looked good i kind of just felt like he did everything and it was quiet too which is the best part like i like when my guys can score 20 quietly, and you're just like, oh, he had 20. You know, like, it was just a lot of him beating out the defense in transition. A lot of him, like, getting the ball, making swift moves to the, um, swift moves to the basket, and just scoring over defenders, and just, you know, making it look easy. And then he gets to the line, and he converts to the line. Um, I saw a tweet earlier from um, Ace Zulo on Twitter and it shows that like he's standing back a little bit further from the free throw line, so I think he was like he was like towing it, and mm. now he's like a few inches back, and it seems to be helping. It. And he looks less um, he's not bending as much too. So I like the fact that he's like shooting more with the arms instead of like using the legs and everything like that. 
But yeah, like the jumpers look good. The uh, processes look good. Again, only preseason, but like he looks every bit of the part of like an all-star caliber wing. He's getting to the he's getting to that point where like a twenty bomb is like routine. And if he's just a consistent twenty where he just gets to the line six times a game, and he's giving you like 45 percent shooting from the field, you'll take that. Any day that you'll take that. So good at him for improving. Good at him for like understanding that he doesn't need to do everything. But also the fact that the team seems to be like leveraging his strengths a lot, especially in transition. Yeah. Um, speaking of making things look easy, another player that makes things look really easy is Obi Toppin. Man, it, you've g- give the man his flowers. He played good today. You, you you can you can not you don't have to skip over him. You can give him his flowers. Cool. Who are you talking about? Who you think I'm talking about? <laughs> Who? Um, you, you Isaiah, can, Isaiah Hartenstein. You such a damn hater, bro. He had bro, a good. He's he, played, he he does the bare minimum like of good stuff, and like half the fan base is like ready to be like, yo, yo, what are we about to do this year? Like, can we all relax? He had a good preseason last year too. Like, can we please relax, man? There's not enough. All I'm going to say, say is bump up that trade value. I thought I was a hater, bro. I thought I was a hater, and then I heard bump you Bump up about that trade man. value. He had a very good game, and he played within himself and within the offense. Did he have a couple one or two possessions where it's like, yeah, he took, he tried to be the man? Absolutely. But he's going to have those possessions. You get to live with that. But otherwise, he was fine. He played within his value. He also was doing a lot with the ball, like, and it was very productive. He's getting, he was finding open shooters. Like you saw him straight up the court, DHOs into shooters, and then like find, like he was finding guys, and he was able to bend defenses the way that he, you expect him to bend defenses. I don't want to get him comfortable doing that. That's my issue. Oh my God. Look, man, like if he's going to give you five assists a night, like that, where it's not destructive to anybody, and he's not really turning the ball over as much, I will absolutely take that. Bump up that trade value, sir. Bump up that trade value. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, let us get to um some comments really quickly before we dive into the rest of um the team. Um let's see. ZMP323 says Cam played the most selfish preseason game I've ever seen tonight. Pretty much. Yep. Quickly was right there behind him. <laughs> quickly was right there. Yeah, quickly. Yeah. See, quickly gets a little more grace still because we've seen him succeed in the regular season. Yeah, I'm not worried about it, but it's also so like, yeah. Damn. Like, get this game out of your system, so that way, like when the regular season comes, we get like end of the year Emmanuel quickly from last year starting off. And even with all like the bad shit that he did, he still had three assists to one turnover. He didn't turn off the ball over. He just missed shots. Which yeah, is that's fine. it. Yeah. He, and and a lot of the shots, I felt like he was like rushing them too. And he had to take those shots because nobody else was taking those shots on the team. Like you want Deuce taking those shots? Do you want fucking Cam Reddish taking those shots? Like nobody else was gonna take those shots. So who like what do we you saw want Cam Reddish do? take some of those shots? Exactly, and it didn't go well. So like unless you want Hartenstein taking those shots, or you want fucking Cam Reddish taking those shots, or Deuce McBride, and I love Deuce, but definitely you saw his limitations on offense today. Like he had to take those shots, especially since the starters were, weren't coming back in. And he missed them. And you know some game he'll hit them, and some game he'll miss them. 
and tonight he just missed them. It happens. Um. Okay. Here we go. Um. Nemo says basketball robot. Our good friend Dallas from the Strickland said that Cam lays it up like he's five seven. Um. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. 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 Also, the entire fucking bench unit played the entire fourth quarter. Yeah, I don't understand that from Thibs. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? They there? were gassed, bro. They were absolutely gassed by the end of that game. I, I I really don't understand this guy's process. This is the type of process that, like, we see it happens in the regular season, and, like, somehow fans are still shocked. I'm not shocked. I'm always disappointed by him because it's just, like, I saw I saw the inklings of this in the preseason. Now I'm seeing in the regular season. And you obviously think that it's something that can work somehow. Like I don't understand what does he what does he think he get, he accomplishes by running a unit into the ground like that? Like what is he trying to like figure out there? I just want to know what his process is. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of just like, okay, um, I'm not bringing my starters back in. And you really don't have a bench aside from Jericho Sims. Unless you want to play like Speed, Mikhail Luke, or I don't even Why not? Just like, just toss some guys in there. Toss I mean, them in there. Like the team, like, yeah. I don't, I don't I me. Mean, I'm not gonna beat them up too much for preseason and shit like that. Like I'm gonna beat it. Up, I'm gonna beat him up for it because it's stuff that he's gonna do in the regular season, and he's showing it now. I think that's fair. But it's also like, who do you go to to like get offense? Because his team wasn't scoring. So like, do you go to, like? Maybe Svee would have been like the only person because like he's a shooter and you hope that maybe he could hit like two, the way that like um Nembrand did for them or Nemhard did to, did for them tonight. But like, yeah, they, like I guess they were just kind of like we're not bringing the starters back in. Fuck it, just play, take the reps. And I do feel like as the game went on, they started to learn how to use Isaiah Hartenstein more as like an um a hub, mm-hmm. which is very important for the long-term, like, future of this bench unit. Because you can clearly see the potential when this bench unit's on. But yet, like, I'm not too mad about it. I hope it's limited in the regular season. I don't know how much it will be. But, yeah. Like, also, they were hitting some bullshit towards the end of that game. Like, Goka Bataz Day fucking went three Well, I mean, they, they was cooking Isaiah Hartenstein in pick and roll. Yeah, Isaiah Hartenstein was getting... He was just in drop. He was and... in... And he dropped them draws because he was fucking... They was taking turns. They yeah, passed I mean, around like it was Nemhard like and Goga just doing, like, pick and roll, pick and pop. And, like, Isaiah Hartenstein was lost. And I think it's just him being slow at this point because he's not someone that's really quick-footed. So, but, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Um, and we don't. We've never really had a center that's really been able to like really stay on shooting big men in those situations. Like Mitch got lit up by Miles um, Turner last year. It was that one game. That, it was that, that one game, bro. That one game was that still pisses me off, bro. He had a career night. It was that one game, and the the only reason why that game was so annoying is because there was Miles Turner rumors. And like half the fit, the fan base was at war with each other as they usually are. They, as and they then usually like is. the pro Miles Turner sickle, sickles were like, 
oh, look at it. Mitch is never going to hit seven threes in his career. He hit seven in one night, and then Miles Turner injured himself again, and we never heard about that shit. Yep. I hope we don't go back to that. I really hope we've, like, grown. I think that's gone. He's His his rumors are only linked to the Lakers at this point in his career. Yeah, because that's all he is. Fucking Laker fodder. Um, Christopher Vieira says, the starting lineup played well, but the point of attack defense looks like it will be an issue, like we all thought. We should put IQ in the starting lineup for Fournier. Totally agree. I expressed the same sentiments when Ariel um, tweeted that the point of attack defense was really bad today. Um, and a lot of people will be like, well, you know, he could have put in Cam. We've seen that experience, experiment. No, thank you. Um, he could have put in Grimes. Grimes obviously injured. So my ca- my caveat to that was put IQ in the starting lineup. IQ is more than capable defensively. And, like, he can catch and shoot. Like, what is the drop-off, really, like, offensively as compared to what it is defensively when Fournier is out there? Like, Yeah, I just – man, like, I feel IQ definitely should have started tonight, but I guess the idea was basically you don't want um, Deuce playing point guard minutes. Which my answer, like my retort to that, would be just stagger Deuce, IQ, and Brunson. But Tom Thibodeau is not going to stagger. So very like, true. Unless it's the chins, so like you kind of just have to live with it. But yeah, like the four-year defense was not good. You feel like Grimes going into that situation makes it a lot better. I I really just feel like the starting lineup is performing significantly better than we thought they would, especially offensively. And the defensively, the effort is there in spurts. But I feel like if Cam... Sorry, if not a Cam. No more Cam. If, <laughs> Rhett, if Grimes is in that starting Freudian lineup... Freudian slip. Bro, it, it's, it's, it's sickening. But um, like I feel like if Grimes is in that starting lineup, I feel like that lineup has very good balance. And the shooting is a little bit worse because Fournier is a better shooter, but... Grimes is so much more defensively, and Grimes can still be like that low usage guy who can come off um pin downs. He can come off screens and flares and all of that stuff in order to like really get his shots off, which would like open up his lineup so well. So, yeah, I really do want Grimes in that starting lineup, and hopefully, Tibbs is like just keeping Grimes not playing because he understands that. But we will see. I don't put it past them to be like Fournier starting because Fournier quote unquote earned it. But yeah. We will see. We will see. Um, let's get to some comments. Jordan Bob. Cam having chance to break into the rotation and keeps destroying his chance when he plays like he's that dude when in reality he's trying to fight for his place in the league right now. Totally agree. Totally agree. It'll be him and Josh Jackson in in Istanbul. Okay, it, it's open with him, Josh Jackson, Alfred Payne about to set the world on fire, bro. Fenerbahce is calling. It is, and not the fake one as it was with Alonzo Chair before. The real one. Um, I guess yeah. Before we get into some more comments, I guess we can um. We can talk about um, some of the other players that, I guess, what stuck out to us about them. 
I mentioned Obi before you before you like cut me off to talk about your favorite player on the team. Um, but I think Obi he played pretty well, um, especially early on half. in the first half. Second half, I eh. well, half. second half the whole team played. Garbage, I know, so I know. It's like, like, yeah, <laughs> what are we yeah. doing there? Like the whole team oh. was bad in the second half. But yeah, Obi was pretty good in the first half. Again, with the highlights, you know, he's always going to provide that. You know, that always provides some energy to the team. Makes it more entertaining to watch. Um, but yeah, he had this really nice move. The fake, the dunk. Really want to see him, like, have more opportunities like that. But, you know, this team, every time we get to the regular season, they don't play as fast as they did in the preseason. But we'll see. Why the hell did Jalen Brunson play the entire third quarter? Dibs. What? What? I mean, you go, you like, the best part of, like, a Tibbs coach game is, like, going through the fucking, like, box score. You're just like, wait, what the fuck? Why did this happen? Like, okay. Let's see. R.J. Barrett had 12 points in the third quarter. Solid, solid. That's really good. Uh, Julius did not have a good third quarter. Shocker munching anyway but yeah like i don't know some of these rotations is just wild quickly ob cam miles all played 420 uh these are like hockey ships oh man i i I can't special i can't i can't look at these anymore i'm gonna get up they special i don't even know why you're looking at the box i would never do that it's it's disgusting um quickly we spoke about him kind of briefly earlier terrible shooting game four for 18 two for seven this is this is me on my career with these new shot meter that they got that's me in the in some of these games i'll be shooting like that cam reddish 10 points three for 10 we already spoke about him hartenstein seven ten and five again we also spoke about him the defense was pretty rough but the encouraging thing is the team being able to start of starting to figure out how to play with him. And that, that led to a 13 to run, I believe in the fourth quarter where um, Hartenstein was fighting, finding guys on cuts. Like he found Deuce on a backdoor cut. Deuce actually made the layup this time. He found um, Obi on some, he threw like a quarter like a throw like a quarterback down the field to ob for one of them that was a good old danny jones kind of (laughs) throw and then what you call it he found him um cutting for alley-oop so you know it's gonna be fun to see how this team how how that unit looks when it's fully fleshed out and when it's fully um when they fully have chemistry um but yeah yeah like that lineup has so much potential to be so fun like, it does, but I I want it to be given a chance, but also like it's very volatile, and I feel like D Rose matters to that lineup a lot. I know I wanted him traded because I do want quickly to get those um initiation reps, and I don't think you'll get those as much with Rose. But also Rose helps that lineup so much because he can stabilize it, and he can also like make the shots that they need to make. And quickly isn't there as a driver yet. Rose totally is. 
And Rose, I feel like, plays well off heart and side as well because Rose can do a lot of the backdoor stuff. He can do a lot of the um, stuff off DHOs. He has a pull-up game now that he's developed in the last couple of, like, three years of his career. So Rose complements that bench very well. I feel like they understand that, hey, Cookley does have limitations. We do think he's promising, but it's also, like, D-Rose is so good. And, like, literally every metric is, like, D-Rose is, like, one of the, what, 25, 30 most valuable players in the league. And, like, this team without D-Rose versus the team with D-Rose is, like, a completely different team. So he makes sense for this team. He makes sense for that bench unit. And the one thing that we're missing was, like, easy offense, the ability to just, like, penetrate, get into the defense, and, you know, rotate. And they couldn't do that, and D-Rose would be able to do that for this team. So... Him having having him be in the rotation, having him be in the lineup, and not having Cam Reddish's trash ass probably makes it better. Well, you mentioned Daniel Jones earlier. Shout out to the New York Giants. 4-1, uh, baby. Yes, sir. Um, the NFL action is in full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5, $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. For example, if you are tuning into the Giants this week versus the Ravens and you want to include something like Saquon 50 plus rushing yards. What 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 else? What else? Daniel Jones. How much how much rushing yards do you think he's good for this Sunday? I mean, I want to say he's probably good for at least 40. 40. Lamar, you could put pencil him in for like 40 rush yards. You got yourself a, a nice three-leg rushing parlay right there. Um, and you know, you you make some money off that so on, on DraftKings to make so things even scorer. sweeter. Yeah. You can throw down on step you can throw down on stepped up same game parlays once per game day all season long. To do this, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN right there on the corner of your screen to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes if you're listening to the audio version of this or look at the description on YouTube. We will include that below. All right. Back to basketball. Let's get to some comments. All right, Christopher Vieira says, 30 should not get a shout-out until he is sent to the moon. Then we can acknowledge his play. I was ready to move him to Charlotte at the half. Amen. I mean, you know, there's a lot of teams out there. They can they can use a, they can use a nice tank commander. I ain't going to hold you. A lot of teams didn't play for Wemby. Cam, Cam Reddish is available. He is signed, sealed, delivered for the right price of one. We'll include Re- and we'll include Randall in that trade. We will not, but that's okay. We will, I'm, and that's fine. We could go. We could include Fournier. There's your deal. Uh, uh, can't even say no. Can't even say no. Exactly. Two, I can't two, say no. The two pack of ass. The two pack of ass package. That's our fucking Anduhar and Duhar. 
Oh my gosh, just <laughs> slandering Andujar out of nowhere. Um, let's see. We got Chris Rivera also saying IQ needs to incorporate a few more midi pull-ups each game to keep the defense honest. I think he tried to do that too, like late in the fourth, and then like they just like blocked it because like they were just like smothering him. Um, and like the rest of the team, the rest of the offense around him in that second unit really wasn't the best for him, I think. Cam Reddish out there, the um Hartenstein who like every t- he he didn't even look like he was trying to like score. He looked like he was just trying to like dish. Like every time he got the ball, he was like looking around see so you could pass it to. Um, then you got Obi, which they didn't really include any like pick and roll actions or anything, which was weird because it's like that's that's like free money or something. Like I don't know, wild to me. And then you got Deuce McBride who really isn't the most offensively savvy next to an Emmanuel quickly. So Emmanuel quickly had no choice, but to chuck up all those 18 shots, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Um, like, these big rappers offense like an NBA young boy salt. Like it's just hard to watch. It's just hard to see, but it's effective. So like, yeah, quickly have to take all those shots. Yeah. And I'm not really like people that are really like writing think pieces about this, this game in general, but like if you're writing a think piece about like Emmanuel Quickly's play, um get some help. We've seen him in the regular season perform before, so this isn't really nothing. Um, but yeah. Um, let's see, we got um Dib sabotage the second unit so that his starting five wouldn't be criticized. And I saw one person that said, um, I will not name this person because I don't want to give him any recognition. Um, but I did quote the I quote tweeted them and I expressed some thoughts about it. So you say you quote tweeted them, but you're not giving them recognition. Yeah, I'm not. They can people can find it for themselves. But <laughs> um, they said um, I love this starting unit. I don't care if you love this starting unit. You do not like oh, basketball. Oh man, you do not like basketball. That's simple as that. There's no way you watch the starting unit tonight struggle with point of attack defense versus TJ McConnell, Chris Duarte, and like whoever else, and and ben think Mather. this is a good starting like five. Please stop. Yeah, like the lineup performed well against the starters. The bench just kind of like sandbagged it a lot. So yeah, I think what when the fourth when the third quarter ended. Yeah, I think like the lead. What was the lead in like the third quarter? I could check real quick, actually. But like, um, I I don't I I I know in the fourth quarter it was up at like ten at one point. I think. Yeah, but like ten. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And then like the bench just kind of pissed it away, which really sucks, but. At one point, the lead was... I can check, actually. Yeah, it was nine. Mm, okay. It was nine. And then they just started choking. And it wasn't pretty. Like, it, sometimes shit happens. Like, I don't think the starters... Like, the starters' offense is fine. The starters' defense absolutely needs assistance. And Grimes can help that. And I feel like if Grimes is in that lineup, then the Sony lineup is fine. The bench unit becomes fine because now they have like a little bit more offense that they absolutely need. And I hope Tibbs can make that adjustment, but it's Tibbs and adjustments. Yeah. I mean, 
Here's a comment here. Thib's not experimenting with different line of combinations in the preseason. Preseason in all caps. He's coaching malpractice, but I expected. Feel, I feel like the Brunson IQ, RJ, OB, it was Hartenstein or is it Mitch? Mitch. Okay. I feel like that's like a good, that's a good lineup. That's like a good, like what? I think he gets a lot of like. It is, but it's like such like bare minimum for Thibs like to do that. And it's like, it, it's, it kind of pretty much sticks with his basic formula of a lineup. It's like Jalen Brunson kind of plays the Derrick Rose role. Um, has OB, has, has ran, not ran, I can't speak anymore. Has RJ with like so, sort of a pseudo bench lineup, but like he still has a traditional power forward. He still has a traditional center. Um, I think people want to see like more complex, more um, unique lineup combinations. But we all know the coaches. And I think also having Grimes not be available also kind of hurts the flexibility of what he can do as well. Yeah, I agree. Because with Grimes, you can... With Grimes, you can do a lot more things than you can do with number zero. So... That's how many minutes you can get this fucking season. Zero. I mean... Yeah. Let's see what are the comments we got here. Jordan Bub. Will Knicks disappoint the fans this season like a certain team? <laughs> shut, up, shut, up, shut, up, shut the fuck up. Don't, don't talk. Yo. Yo. Oh, man. This is, what this is, is good with you? This is cutting Son. deep to Tyrese. Son. But anyways, I'll finish the comment. Do? Will Knicks disappoint the fans this season like a certain team in Queens, but unlike the team who was in the Bronx with a lead in division series? <laughs> I, I hope Stephen Kwan get his fucking. I hope he get his lick back. I re, bro, I hope Ramirez take y'all as a fucking. Oh my god, please! I I pray, I pray. Those bats are dead in Cleveland. Let's let's stop. Whatever. Let's stop. Okay. We okay. saw they scored Jordan, two whole runs in a in a wild card. Astros series. about to get y'all again, and you are gonna be white with us on the fucking Cope. couch Cope. watching the World Series. Cope. Why why would you bring us up? I was having a great day. I was having a great day until this shit. Cope. Anyways, Jordan, um, I have my expectations super low for the Knicks this year. So if they manage to disappoint that, that would be like catastrophic. But yeah, I have my expectations set super low because last year I was super high on them. Um, I was drinking the orange and blue Kool-Aid like a lot of fans like to do. This year, I said no thank you to the Kool-Aid. I'll have a cup of water. Um, and everyone else can drown themselves in that Kool-Aid. Um, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to stick to like below 38 wins. So like if they surpass that, then good on them. But yeah, I'm good. I mean, they, they go, they go give us at least 40. Uh, they'll be, they'll be, they'll be around five. They'll be closer to 500 than 30. I ain't, ain't going to say my expectations are high. That's too high for me right now. 500 <laughs> is too high. Yeah. That's too high for me right now. Damn. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm setting them low so that way if they surpass them, then congrats. I'll so be happy they, about if something. They, if they are below five hundred, they're not in the playing tournament, bro. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can't get behind that. I think they. I think they're at least. Well, them, I mean, then I'll be pleasantly surprised this year. <laughs> I mean, that, that's probably pessimistic for a good reason. I'm not saying this is for a bad reason, but damn, like sub thirty-seven wins. Shit. 
I don't believe in the coach. I don't believe in a certain player. So that's why my expectations are super low. Um, I think we'll head out of here before we, um, yeah, I think, like, is there any other comments? So with Brunson, Fournier backcourt for opening 20 games of the season, how many games will next win? I mean, I, I'd have to look at the schedule, schedule. honestly. Um, it depends on who we play. I really can't say. But, yeah, I I mean. Listen, if we went open at night, I'm, I'm getting, first of all, it's fuck John Romero. It's fuck John Romero. It's backwards. But if we went open at night with Brunson Fournier, nobody telling me shit no more. At that point, I'm all in on the Kool-Aid. I'm fucking Gatorade bathing it. I'm popping champagne like I'm in the fucking locker room. Like, yeah, we. I'm like, yeah, this team getting top three. Like, I'm chatting beer, and I'm at that. That's okay. But, like, if we lose, then we're, we're going to fucking get Wemby. That's where I'm at. That first game is telling the entire season. It's either Wemby or finals. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, Wemby is a nice consolation prize for, you know. Well, would you rather have Wemby or win the finals? Win the finals. That fucking tweet said. Win the finals. That is, <laughs> that's such a stupid tweet. No, I hate I hate tweets like that. That that tweet had the same vibes of um Brad, Brad Stevens, Stevens or Giannis. Giannis. <laughs> like um the player, obviously. Oh my god, yeah. people are so stupid. But um yeah, I think we're gonna head out of here. Not much to really talk about. Preseason is winding down. Last game is wow, when is the last game? Because gotta prepare for that. But last game is Friday versus the Wizards. We are back at home. Taj Gibson homecoming. Taj Gibson homecoming, that's right. Um, we will be live after that game. Um, before we exit, make sure you subscribe, leave a like. Um, check out all the links in the description. We got links to the Patreon. We got links to the merch shop. We have links to the site, and we have links to the Twitter. Make sure you check out all those links. Um. If you are listening audio-wise, I don't know if those links will be there or not. I'll see when I edit it, but yeah. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for leaving some comments. We will be back on Friday. Um, and peace. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New New episodes of Fly on the Wall and drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wall wherever you get your podcasts.